Hey guys, Raf here. Before we jump into the episode, I have a very important message for you from Third Man Records. American primitive guitar devotees North Americans have a brand new, blissful, intimate album called Roped In. It's available now at thirdmanstore.com. Go check it out. The band is North Americans. The album is Roped In. All right. Greetings from the Monday before the presidential election. Maybe it feels like a lifetime ago. Maybe it feels like two days ago. You in the future are probably looking at an incredible landscape of the world and America at large. But I am greeting you from the past. Welcome to 3 from the 7, Relics' weekly news podcast chronicling three of our biggest news stories from the past seven days. I am Raf Kenny Sincotta, the associate editor of Relics Magazine, and I am joined, also currently living in the past, uh, Karina Reichman on the other line. Hello, Karina. Hello from the past, uh, everyone, and, and Raf. This is really a heady, um, it's a heady experience, you know, to be reporting from a time where you know, our listeners probably, likely know something that we don't. You know what I'm saying? It's true. And we usually record <laughs> things very- ahead of time, but this feels like there is a historic mark of delineation in between <laughs> today, tomorrow, and Wednesday when this drops. And we intentionally recorded today because I think we both thought Tuesday would just be a little bit too much of a day for either of us to uh, drag ourselves to our microphones and try and talk about music when there's just so much going on from coast to coast. Exactly. Exactly. I plan to, I don't really know what I even plan to do. I plan to bury my head in the sand and pray for, uh, for a better day. I don't know. Like it's going to be an intense thing. I, you know, I was telling you before we recorded, but you know, my building is, is going to be boarded up and doormen are going to be posted outside the door and making sure the doors are locked. And anyway, right around like, where the relics office is and my apartment, all this stuff, there's like, you know, it's it's boarded up for riots. That's a horrifying, you know. Anyway, I don't know what to expect, Raph, but yes, I'm glad we're doing this on a Monday and I'm glad, uh, yeah, I think I'm, I don't even know what else I'm glad for, but Jesus, it's, uh, it's an interesting week. Interesting uh, time to be alive, shall we say. Yeah, I mean, uh, anxiety is a very real thing. I think everybody's feeling it a little bit uh, more than usual, especially those of us who uh, had anxiety to begin with. Um, actually, shout out to my roommate, Sarah, uh, at the recent uh, Relics Team Zoom last week. Her mother, who is a uh, psychiatrist or a psychologist, one of, one of the two, um, she gave a bunch of us like tips and tricks how to deal with anxiety um and obviously this is like completely um like bipartisan you know what I mean like this is just like for anybody of any belief of any stripe it is a stressful time you know everyone's anxiety is through the roof so she gave us a couple of like tips and tricks how to deal with anxiety and it was like so heady and I loved it one of them was jump in an ice cold bath or like throw really cold water on your face so if you're having like a panic attack about the election just straight up go in the bathroom Fill up the sink with the coldest water you could possibly find and throw it on your face. And I think that's like kind of rad. Like, I think that's like so primal. I love it. Like, (laughs) you got to love that. There's something about, you know, shocking your system when it's overloading. I think that uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then the other one was um, something about how anxiety, uh, like the chemicals in your brain that create anxiety come from like your brainstem. So if you 
put your head below your heart and basically do for the yoga folks out there a downward dog it helps like balance out and like reset your brain in a way which i also think is super heady and i feel like this is like um you know it cranks it up to 11 a little bit where I feel like some psychiatrists are like, go for a walk. And like Sarah's mom is just like fucking throw ice cold water on your face. It's pretty rock and roll. <laughs> like I was totally, I like it. <laughs> wow. I wish I was at this meeting. Where was I? What the fuck? Come on. Yeah, we should I, get you in the I, mix. KR. You should just like, I need zoom. the heady invite. Yeah. You should like uh drop in on our zoom one day. <laughs> I would be really thrilled. Send that link. I uh, miss I miss our regularly scheduled office programming and uh, all the familiar faces I once saw. You get them virtually. I get them not at all. It's cool. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm into it and anything to uh, help ease the stress of this very bizarre time. Uh, we're all figuring it out you know we're all figuring it out and that kind of brings us to we i I did kind of like a cluster of three stories this week bear with me folks it's been kind of crazy but uh the three stories this week are kind of all related in the way that a lot of bands have been canceling shows um for a litany of different reasons um number one being pigeons playing ping pong had to uh, cancel their two-night halloween run their flockbuster run uh due to a COVID exposure, which is actually the first, I think, that we're hearing of, of so, sort of this sort of thing of like, they said someone in their touring party um, tested positive. So naturally out of an abundance of concern and abundance of safety, they had to kind of shelf the shows. They obviously want to make sure it happens again. So they're going to reschedule and more information coming soon, yada, yada, yada. But that news broke, I believe, late last week. And it certainly was like, oh, damn, this is the first, uh, at least I'm hearing of a band dealing with like a COVID exposure within. Karina, have you heard anything uh, in your neck of the woods about this type of thing? Or is this kind of groundbreaking? I feel like this is it. I mean, you know, especially in our little world slash, you know, I mean, of course, if you look at the NBA or actually, no, the NBA did a fantastic job, but, you know, NFL and remember when all the Marlins were testing positive, like you've seen it in sports and stuff and whatever. But like in terms of bands just trying to pull it together to like play some outdoor socially distanced shows and whatnot, this is the first I'm hearing of like an internal uh positive test you know so it's it's you know it's such a fuck time raf you gotta you know you, you we get a little you know two steps forward two steps backwards it feels like almost even though i think this of course it, they did an amazing job canceling and being like guys out of it with an abundance of caution we're we're stopping this but you know people it it's so hard to navigate it's so hard to know what to do it's so hard when your job being a touring musician is is practically illegal, you know what I mean? And you have to, you know, go through all these loopholes, jump through all these hoops and, you know, where people are really trying to put on a show in these times in whatever fashion that we can, you know, so that it's safe. And then uh, and then something like this comes up and you're like, oh, shit, right. I mean, we're, we're dealing with this. We were in the throngs of it. We have, you know, it is a it's it's a real thing. Yeah. And that we're gotta- dealing with here. You got to commend the band for transparency and honesty, because I also think a lot of the opaque and like like the obscuring of information in 2020 from, you know, all sides of the field is very, very real. Um, So it's kind of refreshing for the band to just like put their cards on the table on this one and just be like, hey, guys, like there was a COVID exposure within our little pod. So naturally, we're going to cancel these shows. They were supposed to be in Richmond, Virginia on the 30th and the 31st. 
Um, so I have to shout out the Pigeons guys because, like you said, you know, like these driving runs are uh, kind of high risk and like minimal fi- fiscal reward. I mean, high reward in terms of like personal fulfillment and getting out there and actually doing, you know, practicing your craft, but to put all of their eggs in this one basket and then not get any, anything back for it, um, must've been absolutely devastating for those guys and the fans. And my heart definitely goes out to them because I mean, that what they could have done, like the, the evil menacing way to handle something like this is like, keep it internally, bury it and like make the shows happen, you know, but they did the right thing and were a hundred percent transparent with their fans and, much to their own loss, you know? And I feel like you have to commend that because um, it must have been a very tough decision to have to, you know, shelve. And they, they worked hard on it. The theme was Flockbuster. It was going to be a bunch of, uh, like, movie themes, like Blockbuster movie music. Um, so it was going to be a cool thing for them. And I just feel terrible that, you know, it had to shake out this way. Me too, man. Me too. And yes, I agree with your point on transparency. It's, you know, something we really don't get a lot of these days. And uh Big ups to those fellows for keeping it real with the fans and the people and doing the right thing all around. I mean, these things, I feel like we're going to be navigating these waters for a a good bit of time to come now, Uh, fortunately and unfortunately, you know what I mean? Well, unfortunately that we're dealing with it, but, you know, know, the way in which we handle it is going to speak volumes going into the future. And I think they are uh, a, a prime example of people who did a great job. And, man, let's just hope it's not uh, illegal to do our jobs much longer, man. I mean, Raph, I am seeing, uh, and this will lead into our next little, uh, you know, case study here. Uh, but, man, like out during the summer, I was like, oh, you know, I'll do socially distanced outdoor gigs, you know, all year long. Like, I don't care how cold it is. But now I'm like, oh, shit. It's fucking cold as shit outside, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, at least here, and I don't know, you know, it's, and, and, like, you know, playing and, you know, getting frostbite and not be able to, not being able to move your hands. It's, it's an intense thing. I, I commend all the musicians freezing their tits off doing this. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a really, Strange times. Yeah. Strange times, uh, you know? In our scene, like, I feel like sometimes there's an impulse for people to think that, like, musicians are prima donnas, but, like, we have a working class scene. Uh, Every musician, pretty much, with the exception of a very few people all the way at the tippy top of it, are working incredibly hard, and, you know, they, they live check to check, you know? Like, they... They work very hard. They load in their own gear. They load out their own gear. They want to play shows. And it's just like you're saying, Karina, it's like a really hard thing to balance of like, okay, like they got to make ends meet, but the weather's shitty or COVID or any of these other things, which kind of, as you said, leads perfectly into Goose were supposed to play the hottest young jam band right now. Goose was supposed to play a two night run on the 30th and the 31st this past weekend. Halloween run. Very exciting. Some of the few jam bands that were playing a run. Um, a lot of excitement. It was that they're in their home state of Connecticut had to get canceled due to snow. So it's like they, these musicians are just getting kicked down every which way these days. Um, and who would have thought that in the middle of October you're going to have a snowstorm where I think they got a few inches of snow on the ground. They did. They really did. No, it was a, it was a real thing. And yeah, exactly. What a thing to be. Re, you know, we're literally battling rain, sleet, and snow right here, and uh, trying to put a show on for people. And uh, you get something like this, but it's good they, uh, you know, because they could do it this following weekend, which is great. And, you know, knock on wood, Raph, uh, the weather's supposed to be great. So might be, uh, you know, 
a hidden blessing, yeah. as they say. And then our third case study is Green Sky Bluegrass, another one of the few bands who were setting on doing an outdoor kind of drive-in Halloween run. They were set to do three nights, 29, 30, 31, had to cancel their 29th show due to a tropical storm in North Carolina. So I feel like all of these bands need to band together and do some sort of joint fundraiser with like the post office and just be like, neither rain nor sleet nor COVID nor snow your local jam band will try their darndest to hit the road and give you a safe delivery of tasty, tasty jams. Exactly. Best PSA ever. Best PSA ever. It's so intense. It's such a thing. We're just, you know, and Marcus King had to cancel some shows, I believe, due to the hurricane down south. Um, what was it called? Zeta. Ay, ay, So that was a thing as well. I mean, you know, we're just out here battling as best we possibly can. But, Raph, my question to you, what is going to happen? I mean, of course, the south, you know, the southern part of the United States will stay warm enough, theoretically, throughout this entire year and whatnot. But, like, what happens in January? What happens when it's, like, really, really cold, at least around these parts, meaning, you know, <laughs> where we live? I don't know. It's uh, it's hard to grapple with. I don't know. I mean, things. and, and I, my, my gut would say, oh, you know, They'll go down to Mexico. They'll go to Hawaii, things like that. But obviously travel isn't a thing anymore. Um, so it's funny. I feel like, uh, you know, there's not very many ports left in the storm for these bands to go in. And yeah, temperatures are dipping. I mean, I'm out in California. It's still very warm here. Um, so hopefully, you know, the, the jams keep maybe. Yeah, maybe all the bands move west. But then there's quarantine to worry about. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, Karina, what's the coldest you've ever played a show? Because I feel like it's a great like, question. Aren't there like, isn't there like winter wondergrass and stuff that they play outdoors through like snow? I guess so. I guess so. But are those th like, I mean, I've seen those things. I'll be honest with you. I'm not, uh, you know, I've never done anything that like, you know, in my head, I'm like, holy shit, that was like near hypothermic levels. I can't believe I did that. Like, I've played outdoor shows, you know, a little too close to being uncomfortable and cold but like nothing like what you're seeing bands go through right now you know what i'm saying so i've never played in like a parka or like a you know a real real like heavy down winter jacket so uh i'm a little i'm, I'm a little bitch what are you kidding <laughs> <laughs> back in the day uh we weren't being booked that way you know what i'm saying like it was just like oh you know in the winter you play clubs i mean all your fucking round you play clubs but then there are the summer festivals and whatnot in uh places where it's fun to be outdoors now we're doing it out of necessity mm -hmm. it begs a lot of questions it begs a lot of questions may we please find a solution to this figure this all out it's just getting so insane i mean <laughs> I yeah know. i mean I'm, I'm no doctor but i just feel like you know whatever the next administration is i just feel like as if testing gets up to a point where it's super accessible and whatever i feel like we wouldn't it be i don't even know would it, would it make sense to like you know you have to carry a proof of your most recent test and you get a temperature check at the door and then you can maybe start having shows inside you know, but then it's also right. like uh, I'd like to think that especially, you know, jam bands have been kind of an equalizer with the exception of, again, like the fishes and the dead and companies of the world. You could go see a jam band for 20 or 30 bucks, you know. But if, you know, testing is only available to those who, you know, are of certain means, is live music going to become 
something that only people of means can enjoy. I mean, it kind of was, as I said, for for the big bands, like, you know, you need 80 to $100 to go see a fish show, and that's before you buy your $12 beer. But, you know, you could used to be able to go to the Brooklyn Bowl for 10 15 20 bucks, 30 bucks, whatever, go see a jam band and, like, you know, be with the community. But it's interesting to think that if live music only becomes accessible for people who are able to get tested regularly, are you cutting out a large portion of jam band fans who just don't have the means you know it's it's interesting to think about totally no it is and may it not become that may testing be available for all and you know may you know if we can figure out a way that there's you know a 10 minute 15 minute rapid test to get into a club that would be a fantastic solution if you know if people show up you know you take the test you wait over in some queue and by queue i mean uh you know, holding pen, and then uh, and then you're deemed safe to enter. I mean, I don't know. I, and again, it's so complicated. It's beyond me. It's beyond, uh, you know, our top scientists and our top leaders, obviously. So we need to figure this stuff out. And, uh, you know, obviously not just so that we can have live music so that people can go back to their regular lives and not be at home with kids and you know, staring at screens all day and, you know, just isolated from their loved ones. It's a crazy, crazy thing. Sorry to get so heavy on this one, Raph. I mean, My I God. feel like it's inevitable. And it's funny because right before we recorded, I kind of was like, all right, like, let's make it light. But it's also, you know... There's so much uncertainty <laughs> in this world, my friends. Um, but the one thing I think I've always, throughout my entire life, have counted on is music. And, like, you know, no matter what happens tomorrow, no matter what happens a year, 10, 20 years from now, you know, we'll always have music. We'll always have, you'll always have your favorite band, you know? And I think that is definitely something that we can all hold on to in uncertain times. Um, Karina, Agreed. Karina, Agreed. what are you, are you spinning anything in particular these days, uh, you know, in these uncertain times? Or do, is there any type of record that you think might be good? I mean, for me, uh, Rage Against the Machine is always a good call um, in times such as these. Or even if I wanted to mellow out, you know, Jerry, Gar- the guitar stylings of Mr. Jerry Garcia always put my mind at ease. I love it. I love it. I mean, you know, I've I've been going through the rotations of various things, but uh, you know, I've been playing Donny Hathaway live on the uh, record player, just straight vinyl over and over and over, and uh, fe- features one of the greatest bass solos I've ever heard recorded by Mr. Willie Weeks on a song called. I believe it's called Everything is Everything. And I just keep listening to that over and over. It calms me down. It's fantastic. Nothing like the crackle of vinyl to really set the mood. You know what I'm saying? So nice. that's uh, that's been the go-to for the most part. And you know? uh, how Among is, uh, a million things. How's your, how's your studio popping, Karina? Give the people an update on uh, your studio. Ah, oh, K Arena Studios is in oh, Is that the name? That's that. new. <laughs> well, well, you know, wor- working title, but knowing me, it'll probably stick. Yeah, K Dash Arena, like the world's most famous arena, you know? Love it. Uh, <laughs> it's so great. I'm speaking to you from there right now. I love it so much. I actually have rehearsal with my band after I hang up with you, Raph. I'm stoked to play. And uh, I'm, we're going to really go big in here. Full light installation, full sound installation. These things are going to be really very exciting. So it's not there yet. Having said that, it is perfectly set up with uh, a guitar amp, a bass amp, and a drum kit. So it's great for my trio as of right now. Um, but we have, as of right now, no recording capabilities. Just... <laughs> thrashing capability so more of a rehearsal <laughs> so, space than a studio currently 
As of right now, yes, correct. But we want to be able to soup it up for for all kinds of fun surprises down the road, Raph. And I cannot wait because you know I'm going to make you come here to do the podcast with me in person. Oh, yeah. Nothing would make me happier, Karina. Um, I, I really do miss the East Coast. I miss all my New York friends, all my Relics fam, Karina, of course. Um, and it turns out that I, in the middle of all of this hecticness, can you believe it, everybody? I'm moving apartments as if the world oh. was not as uncertain as it could be. So uh, <laughs> my new apartment is right near Karina's studio. So, of course, COVID compliant, COVID safe, six feet, masks, all that fun stuff. But Karina and I will be able to kick it. And I'm so excited to see your new studio space Karina and it is one of the uh the few silver linings of this insane era is uh you know rent is going down cool places are becoming available in New York us New Yorkers uh once I get back there we'll stick together and uh keep the cool shit coming out of Brooklyn and Manhattan and beyond and I'm so excited to see what kind of comes of that studio space you have like the black and white zigzag twin peaks carpet I've seen from pictures you've shown me so I already feel right at home with the black lodge vibes Oh, dude, I just wanted... It's all for you. It's all for you to feel at home in my Black Lodge. <laughs> like, uh, have you ever seen I, Children of the we Corn? can't wait. Yeah. Totally. Well, he's like, it's all for you, Damien. <laughs> it's all like, for you, It's all Raphael. for you, <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, mark it. When you're back, I'm going to be like, okay, Rav, walk the 10 minutes over to the studio. We're recording. It's going to be sick. And uh, and yeah, we're doing. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna give too much away, but uh, talk about. Anyway, I can't even tell you. I, I'll tell you off the air because the people aren't ready. They ain't can't, ready. I, you just they ain't ready. It's gonna be really sick. Well, is all I'm trying to say. Just make sure you keep it dialed to Karina's socials. You can find her on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff at Karina Reichman. And while you're at it, stay dialed to those Relic socials at relics at relics mag it's a bunch of different things just google it or instagram it you'll find it smash that like button across the board uh, and subscribe to relics while you're at it fam relics.com slash united our most recent cover being ben harper and rhiannon giddens um and then i keep talking about this next cover i'm not sure when i'm allowed to talk about it but it's great you're gonna love it it's fantastic uh you can email me and karina raf and karina at gmail.com uh Three from the Seven is brought to you by Relics Media Group. Our producer is Will Schwert. Our audio engineer is Claire Green. We send you love from two days ago. We send you optimism from two days ago. It's a very weird phenomenon to think how the world might be in 24 to 48 hours. But I'm remaining optimistic, sending love, sending positivity, sending grateful vibes. Uh, Karina, I love you to death, and I'm going to pass the mic to you, my dear friend, as you uh, tell the world... Uh, to just hold on one more day. Oh, Raph, man, you really crushed that right there. I miss you already. My God. I look forward to listening to this episode on Wednesday when hopefully we know something that, you know, <laughs> we need to know. <laughs> oh, my people out there, my people, I really, you know, sending you just the most fantastic vibes. I'm mustering all I can give to you in this moment. It's a crazy time to be alive, but we're going to come out better and stronger for it. I have no doubt. And, uh, you know, like Raph says, the music is always there for you. They are your friends. Your bands are your friends. Your records are your friends. Just spin them. Just spin them. You're feeling a little uncertain? Put the, put the record on. Drop the needle. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, it's all crazy. Godspeed. We got this. Don't know what that means. Thank you, everybody. Be well. See you next week. 